even if you didn't hit your goals this year, even if they seem very far away, you get a fresh slate. You get a new start. Where you are right now says nothing about what you are going to do and accomplish and experience next. Hi, I am Sandra Vanderlee, and this is Becoming Unapologetic. This is going to be the podcast for entrepreneurs that are ready to grow a business that works for them. I'm here to tell you that there is no such thing as one break, one launch, or one secret that's going to change your life or your business. The big difference between those that stayed stuck and those that blew up The ones who made it decided that they have what it takes, they sell their expertise, and they unapologetically go after their dreams every damn day. Here is to becoming unapologetic. Hello, welcome back for episode 23 of Becoming Unapologetic. I am so glad to be here. We skipped an episode for Christmas 2024. And I thought today would be the perfect day to talk about what if you didn't hit your goals this year. And at the end of the year, lots of people are sharing the highlight reels, the successes, the wins, how they hit their goals. They're all selling you on their goal setting workshops, retrainings, whatever. Um, And some of it feels a little bypassy because, and I think that there's real strength in focusing on the positive, not the negatives, but what if you didn't hit your goals and you're kind of sitting there going like, oh, I don't want to plan for next year. I don't want to see the highlights of your year, life, whatever. Um, I didn't hit my goal and I'm really bummed out, right? That could be you. And first of all, I want to say that even if you didn't hit your goals this year and it's not midnight on the 31st yet, you still have time. There is still space for miracles. Um, And that doesn't mean you're still going to hit it. And especially if you're really far away, uh, maybe the miracle doesn't happen the way you expect or on the timeline that you would hope, right? But also there is still time to take some kind of action. It's not over until the referee whistles, right? Um, there's still time to forgive yourself and to take inventory of this year and reflect on the things that happened, the things you went through, the choices that maybe looking back were not the right choice and learn from them so that in the next year you can make different choices and you will get different results. So I just really wanted to take some time and acknowledge that, you know what, I haven't hit any of my goals this year, and I have spent the last couple of weeks making peace with that. And a little bit is, um, I texted one of my business friends that it felt like I was grieving a year that didn't go the way I wanted it to go. And looking back, I probably could have forced the timeline. I could have made things happen. If you have listened to some of the past episodes, um, especially episode 13, where I talk about balance being a myth, that was definitely applicable to my year. The same with episode seven, where I talk about how I invested the 100k I didn't have. For me, a lot of the friction and a lot of the timeline pressure came from um, investing for my investor visa and the financial pressure and the financial choices around that, which meant that on a personal income level, I have... There have been years where I made maybe 
20% of what I made this year and I still paid myself a better salary, right? I as a person still made more money and got to spend more on the things that I care about. And that has consequences, right? The choices have consequences. So if you need to take some time and avoid the scroll, the Instagram, the Facebook, and just sit with, hey, what's actually happened this year? How did I, did I come near my goals? Did I stay really far away? What happened? What were the choices that I made? And what are the consequences of those, right? Everything is possible and everything has a price or a consequence. And I have definitely experienced that this year. And once you have taken some time to process that, and I love to journal on this and to just write out all of my thoughts, my feelings, all the weirdness, because then I can look at it and go like, well, that makes no sense, right? That's not a really loving way to look at myself or my choices, or how can I reframe this? Now, once you have done that, I think it is still a great time to set goals or intentions for the year ahead. And in episode 24, the next one I will be, it'll probably be a very short episode. I'll be sharing a little bit about my goals for next year. Um, But I think that when it comes to goal settings, there are millions of approaches, right? And I think it's very important to understand that when it comes to goals or intentions or the big vision, what is it that you need right now? right? Who you are right now, what kind of goal do you need? And again, there's a spectrum. You can have several with my clients. I often do a good, better, best goals. So for launches or for income, we kind of have like a a range of goals that we go for. Um, the same friend I texted about grieving earlier, she, um, she usually sets a goal, like a minimum that she knows she'll easily hit because she wants to make sure that she'll surpass her goal and do much better. Um, and I think that there's an argument for that too. Personally, my biggest month this year was the month where I played around with like, well, if I wanted to make $50,000 this month, how would I make that happen? What would I need to do? Um, so you play around in that strange possibilities. You force yourself to think in a different way and play a very different game than you have in the past, right? So realism can go completely out the window for a minute. Um, and maybe you need both. Right. So for next year or for the next quarter or the next month, what is the goal that you need? Do you need a minimum goal that makes it easy to build your confidence? You're sure you're going to hit it. Do you need a goal that's really inspiring and challenges you to play so much bigger and think much more strategically and take all of the scary actions? Um, And I think, you know, I have three questions for you to play around with, because first of all, if you didn't hit your goals this year, where you are right now means nothing about where you go next. And this is really good news and it's really bad news, right? Because it means that if everything is great, you can still mess it up. That's the reality of life. Um, Sometimes things happen. Some external stuff can happen too. But it also means that if right now you are not where you want to be, Your current circumstance means nothing about where you get to go today, tomorrow, next week, next year, in the next decade. And that to me is, this is what I I tell myself on days where I'm like, it's never going to happen. It's not working. Everything is the worst. I'm like, where I am right now says nothing about where I get to go. Um, So the three questions I have for you to start thinking a little bit about your goals, even if you may not have hit your goals so far, 
It's what is your should be doable, covers all the bills, no problem, and income-wise or business-wise or personal life-wise, what's the minimum goal, right? If you have a goal around working out, can your minimum goal be like, well, I'm going to go to Pilates twice, and that's so doable, it's I'm going to put it all in my schedule, book them all in, and it's just going to happen because it's easy, right? And everything else is extra. So what's the minimum easy goal um, for your business, for your life, for any of your intentions for the coming year? Then, and I'm going to make this about income because we talk about business, right? So a lot of us, we're revenue focused, we're growth driven, we're goal oriented, What if you wanted to make $100,000 in January? What would that look like? What if you wanted to make a million dollars in January? What would you have to do? What could you do? What becomes possible or what becomes a, oh my God, if I want to make a million dollars, I would definitely need to do X, Y, or Z or sort this thing out in my business very soon. And I just think that this is really fun to play around with. And if those numbers, if you're like, Sandra, there's no way I'm going to make $100,000 in January, completely impossible. I would love it if you, after this episode, you went back to episode 19, where I talk about, can a solo service provider make 500k a year without the risk for burnout? And I have had so many messages about people from people about this one episode and how it changed their perspective and what they thought it would take. So if you're like, I want to play around in the $100,000 for January goal, go listen to that episode because I think that you'll get so much from it. And I really hope this was helpful. Please let me know if there's one takeaway from this. I want it to be that. Even if you didn't hit your goals this year, even if they seem very far away, you get a fresh slate, you get a new start, where you are right now says nothing about what you are going to do and accomplish and experience next. So thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you very, very soon. Hello, if you are curious how I knew that I was gonna hit this month's financial goal on day eight of the month, you should really check out my cash flow tracker and launch calculator. This is the most sneakily simple, mind-blowing, business-changing spreadsheet that will help you track your cash flow, calculate your launch numbers, calculate your flash sales, figure out if the upsell or the order bump is actually going to bump up your revenue and see how close you are to your monthly revenue goal. And the best news is you can get it now for just $1 over at sandravanderley.com forward slash cash flow.